0: Hey ladies, welcome to Save the Girls podcast. We're your hosts, Jocelyn Haas and Michaela Johnson. And today's episode is about having confidence in God. So today's episode is inspired by the book Live by Sadie Robertson. And me and Kayla actually started a little girls group in our town and some of our friends and stuff like that that are just getting into faith. We started um, for women And last night we were talking about confidence and we were reading the chapter in Sadie's book that touches on confidence. And so we wanted to talk a little bit about that, talk about how our confidence, how we got confidence in God and just our stories with it. So Kayla, how did
1: you kind of start to build your confidence? Okay, so how I started is I kind of started by, I was, got out of a relationship that on both ends it wasn't perfect and it like took a lot out of me and made me become like the person I never wanted to be so when we broke up I got into working out and working out honestly boosted my confidence a lot because on the outside you see yourself and you're like oh I start looking good and then I still would look at myself and comparison is like a big thing for me Mm -hmm. like looking at other people and being like oh like I could look like them, or, like, just looking at other girls and being like, wow, they're so pretty, like, I wish I could be like them, but God constantly remembers me and laid this on my heart that I don't have to have confidence on my outward appearance, like, it really comes from inside me, and, like, being so nice to people and being so sweet, like, it's not about the outside of me, and I think I rely on that a lot, like, looking at my body, and I'll be like, oh, like, my stomach, like, it's a little bigger than I'd like it to be, and so... Finally, like once I started learning about God and like hearing Him literally say in the Bible like a thousand million times that we we don't need to care about the outside, like it's really what is on our hearts. And He looks at us and He just like sees how beautiful we are because we are completely made in His image. We're made in His likeness. So we He looks at us and He's like, "Wow, you're so beautiful. Like I'm so in love with you. Like you need to be in love with me." And so I, well, I don't need to be in love with him, but I choose to be in love with him. And I would like really try to find, like I would post stuff on social media on like Snapchat is a big one, like post pictures of my body and be like, oh, like a guy's going to slide up and like guys would. And I'd be like, oh, I feel good. But that only lasts for a little bit. And then I'd get left on read and then feel this void. But having confidence knowing God loves me for me and is so in love with me and he wants to be part of me and he wants to know more about me gives me confidence knowing that he knows how my life is. And these people that I get upset about leaving me unread don't matter anything compared to how much God loves me.
0: Yeah, that's good. Yeah.
1: Where did you get your confidence?
0: So... I feel like self-esteem has always been a problem for me especially when I was younger because I didn't have both of my parents and I feel like as a young kid that kind of already implants a lot of insecurity in you because you don't feel good enough for the people that are supposed to love you and so I took that with me into the relationships that I entered when I was in my teens and it obviously didn't end up good and so being in unhealthy relationships like you said it really tears you down and That person kind of tells you everything that you already feel on the inside, especially if it's a verbally abusive relationship. And so um, that was my reality for about four years, just being in this terrible relationship and feeling so low and like hitting rock bottom. Getting out of that, like I really found my hobby and my passion for fitness and training people and um, really building a community in that and just getting lost in that. But it was still that thing where like I would go home and I wouldn't be at the gym and all those thoughts would come back because I wasn't working out and I didn't have something to put my energy into anymore and um, I was just kind of lost with my thoughts. And so then finally building the confidence to get out of that relationship again because like it was that appearance thing where I started to feel better about myself because I started to look better and I started therapy around that time too though so that also helped like getting more um, mentally clear and whatnot. And so 1920, this is where my confidence kind of started to build, but I was still always afraid of everything and just kind of afraid of life and afraid to do anything I wanted to do and, you know, go travel and do what everybody was basically telling me I couldn't. I was just scared. Then when, fast forward years later, like within that time, I was partying a lot, drinking, doing drugs, filling my voids with boys, and just things that I shouldn't have been doing. And so then when I finally found God and found his love, he just constantly reminds me still and reminded me then that he never was interested in how my body looked or how pretty I was or my Instagram and how many likes I got like he was never interested in that he genuinely wanted me to change the inside of me change my mind change my heart change my soul just to align with his will for my life so that I could accept the inheritance he was trying to give me and trying to bless me with that really is what continues to give me confidence is just knowing that I have a loving father no matter what the outside of me looks like No matter how many likes I get on Instagram, he's still going to love me and he still wants more for my life than just these small things that we base so much on. Yes. Another thing is that um, in the Bible, it talks about how our flesh and like our bodies and all of this is so temporary. And that makes me put it into perspective, like this material stuff and social media and my clothes and my skin even... It's all temporary. It's all going to go away at one point or another, but our souls are eternal. So that's the most important thing to work on because
1: it's going to be here forever. And so it's what God wants us to be like. Right. Because he, and another thing is I'm always scared of like life. Like I always say I'm scared of life, but really I'm scared of life. And I've always been scared of like everything and like doubting myself. I doubt myself all the time. And so knowing when I started having a relationship with God, he reminds me that like, even if I'm scared, like that's not from God. Like you always say that too, like fear is not from God. And it says that in the Bible and constantly we get reminded that fear is not from God. So when I'm scared, I just have confidence that God's going to get me through it. He made my life from end to beginning. He knows what's going to happen to me. So I just have confidence that it gives me comfort and confidence knowing that God is with me all the time, no matter where I go. He's got mm-hmm. me always
0: yeah and that's something that definitely takes time to get comfortable in though because I know sometimes like life hits you and it's right in your face and you're like okay but I don't feel God right now like how do I deal with this situation but that's when it makes me feel better to just think about him and then be like my faith is in you God like no matter what the outcome I know you already have it planned out like no matter what the outcome is of this situation or this mountain that I'm trying to climb, I know that you already have it planned out and it'll work out the way that it's supposed to work out. Yes. And the
1: pastor said on Sunday, like we sit here and we have so much fear and like it says all the time, like God can move mountains. So if we just saw like what was on the other side of the mountain, like we would have no fear. And I think God like makes us take these other paths so Mm -hmm. we can get to the mountain and it's not just a straight shot. Like he wants us to show him how much faith we have in him. And by having faith in him, we have confidence in him. So they they really, like, coincide, like, yeah. with each other.
0: And if God didn't give us struggle, too, like, how would we know what it's like to actually overcome things? Yes. And realize how strong we are and realize that fear is so little. Right. Like, if you think about it, fear starts in the mind. So, like, we make up fear. We make these situations way bigger than they ever even were going to be. Right. But we work them up in our heads to being this huge thing that it doesn't even have to be. So, thinking about it as fear being smaller than we are, smaller than God is, that really helps as well.
1: Um, a Bible verse in Chronicle or Second Chronicle, Corinthians. I'm sorry for verse eighteen. It says, "So do not fear. Focus on what." is seen but what is unseen for what is seen is temporary but what is unseen is eternal that's crazy and that really yeah. stuck with me and you just saying I was reading that
0: first corinthians this morning oh you were yeah. that's crazy mm-hmm.
1: but it really makes me like remind reminds me that like the things that i see and like money and like stuff like that is also temporary like yeah. eventually like God, we can't see him. Like, we don't see him ever. Like, we just have to have faith in him. Yeah,
0: exactly. And
1: so it really gives me faith and confidence that, like, eternal life is going to be so amazing. That, like, mm-hmm. this stuff right now, what we stress about and what we get anxiety about really is only temporary. So why why do we continue to stress about it and freak out about yeah. it?
0: And that's the thing, too, is that I don't think we realize, like, how much fear and confidence coincide. Yes. So, like, if we're scared, that's not coming from a place of confidence, right? Like, we're supposed to have confidence, not in an arrogant way, but just knowing what our God can do. Yes. And who he is. Yes. And so that really helps, too, is, like, just realizing that confident, being confident means that I'm, like, confident in God.
1: Yes. And it says it in Sadie's book, too, when it's talking about Meshach and when it's talking, Shadrach
0: Meshach and Abednego yeah
1: where it's talking about that and then it's talking about the Daniel's fast yeah where Daniel was like so focused on God and was like fasting on God's love and like just vegetarian like mm-hmm. only like pro- like natural food no processed only food. vegetables
0: and water yes
1: only vegetables and water was yeah. he doing fruit too nope okay only, vegetables, only and vegetables and water and when we did that fast I like weirdly felt this like confidence in me like I've never felt like that before and I I, like, eat meat, and I'm normally, like, on eating meat, so, like, me not eating meat was kind of, like, an adjustment, Yeah. but really, like, I felt this weird confidence and felt good, Yeah. and that's what it says Daniel felt like in the Bible, mm-hmm. where he just was so confident, and he didn't have a confidence that you would think, like, normal people have. It's not, like, a cocky confidence, it's yes. more, like, a confidence, like, God's got me, like, yeah. I don't need anything else, like, that's that's,
0: that's good, um, and going off of that, too, like, so they got thrown into the fire, right? it tells the story in the Bible how like King Nebuchadnezzar is watching them and he sees a fourth person or like a fourth figure while they're in the fire. Mm -hmm. And they don't. But the thing is, is the three of them don't see it. Yeah. And I listened to a pastor preach on this. They don't see it. But God, he sent an angel to be with them, keep them. And they were actually walking around in the fire. And like the king is so like, what in the heck? Yeah. And like, if you think about it, though, Daniel's faith covered them. Daniel's faith saved them. Mm -hmm. So we don't realize what having confidence in God, like our own confidence and our own faith, what it could do for the people in our lives and the people around us and how much we can help them just through us having confidence. Yes. Because it's not normal to have confidence in today's society. Everybody's insecure and everybody's wanting more and wanting to look better and wanting to, you know, have this perception of them where their lives are perfect Mm -hmm. and so when you have that quiet confidence about you people are drawn to that because they're like why don't why do you have that yeah it's like where's this
1: light coming from yeah
0: and that but I can confidently say it's not me, it's God. Yeah.
1: And a lot of people like will even thank me like, Wow, you're like, Thank you for bringing me to God. But it's like it's not me who's doing that. Like I my goal isn't like, hmm, yeah, I brought that one yeah. to God, that one to God. Like, that's not me doing no. that. Like that's God working through us. Like exactly. Because our goal, like my goal in life and every almost every Christian's is to show people's how good how show people's show people how good God's love is. Yeah and show how good
0: God is. That's our job, I feel like. Right. It's just like reflecting the love of Jesus to people so they can feel what we feel. Right. Just from like accepting him into our lives. Yes. And I feel like um doing that too, like you said, like God uses people to pull others. It's not like oh this person's like better than this person right. just because like they have God. It's not that. It's like God wants everybody to go to heaven, though. Right. And so if he could do that through us, since he's not physically here, he's going to do that. And he's just waiting to look for Christians to be able to work through to do that. Yeah. And for me, it's crazy because this all started just from genuinely wanting to help women. And God used that to, okay, you really want to help women. Well, I want you to... Right. Or, like, I want to help women through you and pull them closer
1: to me. Yes. And honestly, I don't think, like... Coming home from California, like I had a relationship with God, but I don't think I'd be as strong in my faith like right now mm-hmm. as I would be without those girls in California or you. Because yeah. me and you are constantly with like trying to help each other grow in that yeah. way, and it helps a lot when you have confidence in somebody and you see how much their love is for God. You're like, wow, they're really confident that that's all gonna work out, yeah. and so you you're drawn to that and you want to know more and you're yes. like, oh, like, thank you, God, like. It just draws you to each other.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. And that's the important part about community, like fellowship and having little groups and stuff like that to be able to talk about God because there's more, there's probably more non-Christians than there are Christians. I don't know the specific statistics, but... I know in my personal life, I don't have as many Christians in my life as I do non-Christians because most of my family isn't. Right. And so having that is so important because if you don't, you don't feel like as comfortable talking about it and as comfortable just sharing and being as strong in him because you don't have those other people to push you. Yes. And so when you have that accountability, it makes you grow and it pushes you towards God more so because you have the people around you to be like... You shouldn't be doing that. Right. You know, this and that. And when you have more non Christian people around you, they're
1: going to just agree with any worldly thing you do because it's normal to them. Exactly. And it's not anything bad about that, but it's just not a way we want to live. Like, it's not something we want to live for God. And when you are around those worldly people and they're like, oh, well, that's cool. Like, do it. Yeah, Yeah. Like, you're like, okay, whatever. Like, it's fine. But you were reminded, like, Does God really want us to do this? Like, when you're around your friends that actually want you to have a good life in God. And, but also,
0: that goes to say, like, people who do those things are no less or anything. Yeah. It's just that we know better. So, it's, like, almost like a responsibility thing. Yes. Like, we feel an obligation to God. Yes. And not everybody feels that, of course, and that's totally fine. But, like, once you know, it's, like, the difference. Yes.
1: And going off of what you said, like, where in the beginning, you like, don't really want to talk about God, like, you're, like, ashamed to. I think, like, now, in the beginning, like, I didn't even want to bring up God around people that I knew didn't believe because I'm, like, I know they don't believe. Like, they're going to be, like, okay, like, Mm -hmm. thanks for sharing. Like, bye. Like. Right. But now I think when I'm in those situations, like, it almost, like, I have confidence to just, like, push it on them. And I'm, like, someday they're going to come to me and start talking. And I, like, see it now. Like, people will come talk to me about it that I never would think would.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I think at first it was more of, like, I didn't want to offend people. Yes, Like, yes. I didn't want people to feel like I either felt like I was better than them because I believed in God or, like, I was trying to push my beliefs onto them. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of just finding out how I can incorporate it without it being, like, you should come to church with me right, like right away. Very right. aggressive where it's more like, well, I do this or, like, this verse in the Bible yeah. or, you know, like, little dropping little things in there. But, yeah, that definitely took – I had to start building my confidence to be comfortable sharing with people who are close to me. Yeah. Because I also don't like feeling judged still, too. And I feel like it is. It's, like, one of those things where people are, like, oh, boy. Yeah. You know? And so it is about you have to build confidence to just be comfortable with that.
1: And I think, too, like, you sometimes will tell people stuff and they're, like, okay, that sounds like a different language. Like, what are you saying to me? (laughs) And when you talk out of faith, like, people don't understand. Yeah. People don't understand
0: taking risks or, like, stepping out on faith. Like, that's foreign to people. Right. And so when you're like, yeah, I'm quitting my job and I'm, like, starting a business, people are going to be like, what in the world? Like, I'm quitting my job to, like, pursue podcasts and, YouTube. Like, people are like, what? What are you talking about? Like, you need money. Yeah. Like, how are you going to survive? And it's like, that's another thing, like, having confidence that God will provide. Right. You know? And And
1: even when... Like, I go through this all the time, like, I'll get to a point where I'm like, oh, I only have this much money left for the week, like, how am I going to get through it? And literally at the end of the week, like, God shows me, like, I told you, like, you'd be fine. Yeah. Like, and you even see it, which is crazy, because you're like, oh, am I going to be okay? But really, you end up being completely fine. Yes.
0: All he wants is your obedience and your faith. Yes. And, like, I think sometimes at first it's hard for Christians to hear God's voice, and we've talked about this a lot, too, but... Being confident that it's, like, God and not you, um, that takes a while. And oh, yeah. And I didn't actually start hearing God until I started opening my Bible and reading the Bible yeah. and actually getting to know his word. And um, watching people that I could kind of relate to at first, because it's not always about relating, but when you're first starting out, I feel like you need something that's relatable. To guide you. Yes. And so finding people like Sadie and finding people like, I know, Michael Todd and these pastors that explain things to where it's real-life things. It's what a lot of um, teens go through and, like, people go through now. And that's important to let people know that, like, God is is modern. Like, God fits to situations. And he, you know, the Bible still relates to today.
1: Yes. And I think, like, growing up when you're, like, taught out of the Bible and, like, growing up in church, like, don't get me wrong, I love... My old church, like, nothing with it, but I would just, like, sit there, and, like, they would teach it, and that kind of, I would kind of be like, okay, this makes no sense to me, thanks, I'm glad I heard this, but, but now, like, hearing it in real, like, nowadays terms, you're like, oh, that really makes sense to me now, because he, the pastor connects it to nowadays. Well, that,
0: not only that, but God gives it to you yes he gives you the gift Understood. of discerning because or of discernment because i w- and this is so crazy too because i was just reading this in the bible last night about how god god doesn't give wisdom to the wise like people who think that they know everything and where they're like confident in the world yes he gives wisdom to the foolish people oh, who are humble people okay. who don't like, they're like, I don't know that much. Right. Like, there's always more I could learn. He gives the gifts to the people who are, like, humble.
1: Yes. Okay. And
0: um, another thing I read, too, is how he takes the broken. And I think I talked about this before, but God saves the brokenhearted and like he's with the people who are broken. Like those are the ones he wants. Mm -hmm. Um, Not that he, I mean, obviously he wants everybody, but he described it like that in the Bible. And I think it was first Corinthians. I might be wrong, but I was reading that and I was like, this is so crazy because just talking about like pulling people, being confident, but humble. And that's what I mean by quiet confidence. Like you need to still be humble and like willing to learn and yes, you can't be like bucking against authority constantly, Right, but just having that quiet confidence where you just have a knowing that you'll be okay. Okay.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. I, in I think now that I have faith, I really don't, um, what is it called? I don't fear as much for the unknown. Like I'm kind of more like, okay, God's going to get me through this. And I think I have a little tattoo on my wrist that says faith. And I think, because I was going to get God's is greater than the highs and lows. And I was like, I need to like expand because a lot of people have that tattoo. And I think, and all of a sudden, like I saw faith and I was like, I saw it and I was like, I need to get that tattoo. And I think because in the beginning, like I didn't have as much faith in God. And yeah. I think God literally, cause I can look at my tattoo all the time. Like it's permanent. I think he reminds me like, because you doubt yourself so much Kayla, like you need to have more faith in me. Mm. So it's constant. It's almost like a constant reminder. Like, I'm going to get you through this half faith in me. Like, don't doubt yourself like you do. Like, you need to have more faith. And I sit and doubt myself almost every day, all day long. Yeah. But then I'm reminded, like, why am I doubting myself right now? Like, I know I'm going to be okay. It just, I need to have that faith and I need to step out in faith. Because yeah. we, a lot of people don't do that.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, too, that, like, faith and fear can't coincide. Yes. They can't exist in the same, in the right. same space. Right. Um, and faith I almost feel like is another word for confidence. Yes. Because it's like if you step out on faith, you're stepping out on something that you don't necessarily know. Right. But you're like, I'm doing it because God. Right. And that's like for me too, like we were just talking about last night with the girls, is that everybody has their own path in life. Everybody doesn't need to conform to one thing, right? And for me, like conforming to college and going through those things that was never my path and it never would be my path like I barely graduated high school it wasn't going to be my my path and so um having building the confidence to be able to say no this is what I'm doing with my life and I know what God wants me to do with my life and I'm just going to go for it no matter what my family says no matter what even my friends say no matter what my boyfriend says I'm jumping out and doing it for God right and that took a lot though because, like I said, like, constantly being torn down growing up and being in traumatic situations, it does, it tears out your your confidence and your, it almost detaches you from your intuition because you don't think that you can do it. Or, like, what you think is wrong because nobody else around you thinks that you can do it. Yeah. So, um... Yeah. It takes a while though.
1: Yes, exactly. And I still, and I'm still working on my confidence and I think it's ever growing, like oh, your yeah. confidence in God and just in yourself. Cause if you have confidence, I feel like once you get confidence in God, your confidence in yourself just like starts to flourish so much. Yeah. And you're just like, you're going to not thrive, but it's almost like you're sitting there like thriving in God's confidence because you know that you'll be good. And I think, a lot of times, too, like, we fear that we're not going to be okay. But if we have confidence in God, like, we know we'll be good. Yes. So, like, if we sit there and we'll be like, oh, like, I have confidence that I'm going to be okay. Like, you're going to be okay. Well, I think that's
0: what helped me, too, is knowing that I don't have to have confidence in myself. Yeah. It's not about my ability. It's about God's. And I know that God can do
1: anything. Okay, yes. That that really makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Like, as weird as that sounds, because... I think that we always think we need to, like, depend on ourselves for things. Yeah. Like, not being... When I wasn't... Didn't have a relationship with God, I was just like, oh, I got to get myself through this. But really, like, I don't have to depend on me. God wants me to put all my problems to Him and just fully know that He's going to get me through this. Yeah.
0: That's the whole thing, like, with God is that... Once you build that relationship with him, like, you're not doing anything alone. Yes. Like, he
1: takes over for
0: what you lack. Like, he equips you fully. Yes. But it's not your power, and that's something that you have to, like, connect, is it's not you that's doing these amazing things. It's God. Yes. Like, once you allow him into your life, like, you just feel so different. Right. I can't even describe it. Like, I don't even feel like the same person the first day I stepped in that church till now. Yes. You know?
1: Yes. And like before, when we were in the beginning, when we were talking about getting our confidence in God, like before I had God and before I even had like any sort of confidence in myself, I was kind of like this little lonely girl that didn't know anything. And now it's kind of like, wow, I feel good about myself. Like, yeah, I I'll get through this. Like everything's going to be okay. Even when I don't think it is like, I I'm going to get through this. Yeah. And I just have a confidence now in God more than ever that No matter what I fear, I need to stop having that fear. Like, God doesn't want me to fear things.
0: Yeah, exactly. And
1: I stress on this all the time, especially to myself, because we're, like, the biggest critics of ourselves, too. Mm -hmm. So that's going back on the confidence thing and uh, comparing ourselves. Like, if we stop being such big critics of ourselves, granted, that's how we grow. But if we stop doing that to ourselves, our confidence would be a million times, like, higher. Granted, it's way easier said than done, but... We sit here and criticize every little thing about ourselves. Like right. God doesn't do that to us. Like
0: Exactly. I think a lot of times, too, like we talk about God, but we never really talk about the devil. And so when you're feeling like you want to pull away from God and you're feeling like you're confused and questioning, like you have to know that there is evil in the world mm-hmm. and there is evil spirits. And those are things that you have to kind of discern and overcome as well. Because yes. Once you get into your faith, that is such a big roadblock because the devil's had you for so long. He doesn't want to let you go. He doesn't want to give you over to God that easy. Like, that's when the real tests start to come. Yes. But knowing that once you get over those tests, your faith is going to grow and grow and grow until, like, it's huge and, like, overflowing. You, yeah. You can overcome anything.
1: Yes. I, um, and I still go through those like battles with the devil where you literally like sit there and it's almost like an angel devil effect. Like one, (laughs) one side's telling you like, you're great. Like you're doing so good. And the other one's like, look at your like stomach. Like you're looking a little like not good today, this and that. But really like we have to remember like what is from God and what is from the enemy and If we believe in good, we have to believe in evil. Right. And the devil doesn't want us to have good. So, and God is so good. So he's like, yep, psych sister, like get back here. Right.
0: Even like you were saying with doing the podcast too, because like you didn't know if you were like ready or like whatever. When you know it's the will of God and there comes trials with it, like you know that it's not God.
1: Yes. Yes. And I was telling Joss before this, like all week this week, I've been sitting here like, uh, do I really want to do this? Like, is this really something for me? Like, I have so much schoolwork, this and that. Like, just making excuses up for myself. And, um, like now I'm doing it and I couldn't be happier with that. Yeah. It. And it's just like when I got baptized, back trailing it. Like, when I was in California, I got fully submerged and baptized, and that's what you do, you get put underwater. And, um, I was literally standing there, and I didn't want to go to church that night, and that's how I knew, like, the devil was getting me. I was like, if I don't go to church, like, it's fine. Like, whatever. Like, I don't have to go today. And I remember, like, before, even remembering, like, the week before, I was like, oh, I'm so excited. Like, I can't wait to see this. I, like, cry every time I see this. Like, I love this. And I went to church, and they were, like, talking. One of my friends, Caroline, was like, oh, Bappy Tappy. Like, that's what they called it. And I was, it was, like, so exciting. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm so excited. And I was, like, sitting there, and he was, like, if anyone wants to get baptized, like, stand up. And I was, like, no. (laughs) I'm not doing this. And I, like, was ashamed to stand up, and shame does not come from God either. And I was, like, people are going to look at me, like, I just started going to church, then you already want to get baptized? That's what I kept, like, thinking to myself. And then me, I was telling my friend Molly, I was like, I don't really know if I want to do this, Molly. Like, I think I want to like get further in faith. And I think that's what we always think to ourselves. Like, oh, we need to be further along, but that's not like where we're at is where we're at for a reason. And so then back and forth, I was like, I have mascara on, like, I don't want to be cold. Like I have my contacts in, they can't get wet. And like, just like dealing with all these like internal thoughts. And like, finally, like I just got an ounce of faith and I was like, i'm doing it and yeah. just like sit up but it was literally the devil sitting there like being like you don't want to do this like you got those contacts in like right. you don't want to be cold like and he literally said during church which is the craziest part is he was like you don't want to look freezing in front of everyone like you don't want to get like submerged in this water like being cold after this like you're gonna be freezing was yeah. like you don't want that but it doesn't matter what we want like this is for god and i was like Wow. Okay. That's my sign. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So like a lot of times, like we'll go back and forth and we'll be like, Oh, like I can't do this. But it's the faith and the confidence we have in God Yes, that that's what he wants us to do. He wants us to step out in faith. And that's the thing
0: too, though, is like, I think we have this misconception that we need like so much faith and like, all of this but honestly like in the bible it says faith of a mustard seed yes and a mustard seed is so is the smallest seed yes and that's the only amount of faith that you need to like go after it yes and like do it and that's crazy because like it's not that much but once you get that one little second of faith and like courage yes you just do it and then you overcome it and that grows your faith and yes. then it just it's like a snowball effect yes but that's yes. beautiful Thank you guys so much for listening. We're going to have a new episode up every Friday. And if you guys liked this episode, please share on
1: social media on any form that you guys could. We would greatly appreciate it.
0: And follow us on Instagram. We will link it in the description. And yeah, support us in any way you can so that more women can hear the message.
1: Because we want to save the girls. (laughs)